Howdy friends and welcome to the Lead Your Career Podcast. My name is Chris Rader and this week's episode is entitled Silencing the Noise. The best ability is availability. You may have heard the old adage that the best ability is availability. Well, in terms of leading your career, that is the absolute truth. Opportunities rarely walk up to someone neck deep in work and who's already being pulled in thousands of directions. Instead, opportunities usually present themselves to people whose eyes are up and they're anticipating the next challenge. Don't get me wrong. Many managers have their go-to people they consistently think to reach out to first, and in those cases, your goal is to be considered one of those go-to people. The only way to get there is to find and convey availability within your already busy world. The truth of the matter is that we're all very busy and it's hard to make ourselves available. However, your availability is more of a perceived notion from those around you than it is an actual reflection of your commitments. When you convey in your actions how available you are, people are hardwired to pick up those cues. As such, you could probably do much more to be perceived as available from your team. And here are a few ideas. 1. Make it a habit to own your virtual status. In my recent experience with virtual meetings, most people are prone to end meetings when the topic wraps up and feel less inclined to let them trail the full allotted time like we used to do on in-person meetings. If that's the case and your meeting wraps up early or gets canceled or removed, then go ahead and have the habit of changing your status to available. It's great that our meeting tools will notify people when you're busy or in a meeting, but when you're not busy, be quick to fix it so you appear as available. Two, be selective about the meetings you attend. We're all over-invited to meetings, sitting through hour-long discussions because it would be nice to have you there, or it would be good if you weighed in on this one. There are many approaches to minimize meetings, and the first is to simply be more selective about the ones you attend. You're not obligated to go to meetings just because you are invited. You can cordially decline, ask the meeting organizer if you can read the meeting notes after the meeting, and weigh in as needed. This will also help reduce the chance of you being checked out during the meeting and doing other work which is much more disrespectful than just declining the meeting in the first place. 3. Stop what you're doing when conversing. I have a bad habit of not breaking keystroke when someone comes up to me or calls me on Teams. Oftentimes, I don't even raise my eyes or show that I'm paying attention. This is something I'm aware of and I'm working on because there isn't much more you can do in a professional context that says what you're saying is not important, like the slightly annoyed head turn while your eyes don't break contact with the computer. People want to feel heard. When someone reaches out to you or comes to your desk, they're taking an intentional action. They thought, hmm, I should chat with Sarah about this. They take the time to reach out and then get fronted with a semi-checked out reaction. If you do that enough times, you don't have to worry about being bothered because no one's going to want to talk to you. 4. Build office hours into your calendar. This doesn't have to be officially posted hours of availability if you feel that seems too superficial or lacking humility, though it is a very effective way for busy team leads to stay available and to manage expectations. It could be a communal time frame everyone on the team is aware of. So from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., we're not going to book meetings and instead reserve that time for asking each other questions. 99.9% of questions can wait until that time frame and will reduce the chance of someone on your team waiting for your icon to turn green all day. Most of those ideas are about intentionally setting boundaries on your time to make yourself available. It doesn't stop there though. In our always-on world, we need to ensure we're carrying that availability over to our home life and not trading family time for catching up on work items that couldn't wait. Yes, it can wait. And here are a couple ideas on how to stay available to your family. One. Leave your phone in your bedroom. I understand everyone has some excuse or reasoning to keep their phones on them, and some are legit. If part of your family is out of the house, or if you have family members that are sick, 
There are some good reasons, but they are few and far between. You need to be honest with yourself and get your priorities in order. Work emails can wait until morning. Work messages can wait until morning. Or Facebook status can wait until bedtime. It's a hard habit to break. We all feel naked without our phones, but your family needs you more than those coworkers you're so eager to please. So figure out a way to ditch the phone when it's family time. Two, take a few minutes after work to unwind. One thing working from home has done is remove my after work drive home me time where no one needs me. I can listen to a podcast, the radio, or simply sit in silence with my thoughts, sometimes mentally wrapping up my day or even preparing for what's to come at home. I don't consistently have that time anymore with the hybrid work environment, and I've quickly discovered it's needed. I can't go from wrapping up a meeting to settling fights between my three and five-year-old. I wasn't quite checked out of work yet, so I can never fully check into home. So what I've been doing is taking 10 minutes after work to decompress before coming down to be with my family. I get my mind right and set my own intentional expectations for my family. I may change, splash water on my face, or just lay on the bed for a moment while listening to some music and thinking about my family that I'm about to go down and embrace. Those few extra minutes go a long way to being more available with my family. Three, put important life events on the work calendar. I'm sure we've all said, yeah, I didn't know about that. And we're promptly reminded about the three times we were specifically told about that. I do prefer more separation between my work and my home life so I keep those calendars mostly separate. As such, I am very intentional about putting important events or appointments or dates on my work calendar so I can see them multiple times a day and be reminded. This also helps with my expectations of what we'll be doing as a family that week, and more importantly, make sure I'm not running late or overbooked on those days so my family knows I care about being available during our time together as well. There are only 24 hours in a day. That's it. No take-backs. Work and life typically come in waves in terms of needing your attention. It's about how prepared you are to ride those peaks and valleys, which can often feel out of your control. That dictate how happy and stressed or present you are. Availability is time, and it's one of our greatest possessions, and because of that, I ask two things of you this week. One, pick two of the items off the list and try to implement them into your daily routine. Challenge yourself to stick with it. It'll be hard, it'll be a pain to build, but if you give it the time, you will be paid off with even more time. Two, the next time you chat with someone who seems overwhelmed with work and life, and there's a lot of that going on right now, recommend they try to eliminate some of the noise by taking one of the action items I just talked about and help them with the struggle of implementing it. What better gift can you give someone than time? Your family needs you there in the moment. Your career needs you there in the moment. Nothing I said today is groundbreaking. It's all small, incremental steps to bring your life to a better place. Some thoughts on how to silence the noise and focus on what matters because at the end of the day, life happens when you're available or not. 